Good morning, good morning. Praise God, praise God. Thank you so much for joining me this morning for another episode of Tell Them Ministries on the Radio. I give God glory, honor, and praise for having you on the line this morning, whether you're on called in or <clears throat> you're joining me via the Internet. I say God bless you, God bless you. Thank you so much for joining. Today we're going to do um, talk about our attitude. Um so oftentimes our attitude will determine our altitude, and we need to understand that. And when we look at that, we have to wonder where our attitude is will oftentimes be determined by our faith level. When we're operating in faith, um, are we complaining or are we trusting God? Are we just walking in unbelief and fear? Or are we trusting God? Are we studying his word? Are we doing what God has called us to do and walking in obedience? So that's where we're going to go today, and let's open up. Uh, Father God, in the name of Jesus, we give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise. We exalt you, your name on high. You are worthy to be praised. You are our salvation, you are our light, you are our joy, our peace, our wisdom, you are our strong tower. We give you glory, we give you honor, and we give you praise. Father, I ask right now that there be none of me but all of you. Speak, Lord, thy servant heareth. In Jesus' name, amen. As I said, you know, we look at our attitude we all are going through something. It doesn't matter where we are, what walk of life, our race, creed, or color, male, female, young, or old. We all go through something. And oftentimes when we go through something, it is a test. I know a lot of people might not agree with that, but that's all right. When you look at different things, that trials and tribulations that we face every day. Whether you're in the world, whether you're in the body, whether you're on a job or at home, it doesn't matter where you are, you're going through something. Everybody is going through something. What I'm going through may not be the same that you're going through or what someone else is going through, but we're all going through something that has to be dealt with. And oftentimes, how long we stay in a situation is determined by our faith level and our attitude. Because we've heard so oftentimes, you look at it, you know, what is God testing me for? What is God doing in this? What is God doing in that? And we may murmur and we may complain. We may talk about it over and over, constantly replaying the situation over and over again. But we need to look at what does God say about the situation? Because everything that we go through in life 
we can find a solution in his word. We can find the solution by praying, by fasting. It's there in black and white. It's right in front of us. But sometimes we get so distracted with the issue or the problem that we fail to look for the solution in the word. We look for the solution with our friends, our family, with our leaders. Some people look for the solution in alcohol, drugs, sex, different things that they find coping mechanisms to get them through a problem. Well, I want you to know that everything that you're going through, God has already given us a scripture And if we sit quietly long enough to listen, he will reveal it to you. He will make it so plain to you. And you're looking at like light bulb, that aha moment. And that's what we need to stop praying the problem and pray the solution. And when I say pray the solution, I'm talking about getting in the word. What does God say about that situation? What does God say about my healing? What does God's word say about my deliverance? What does he say about my children, my husband, my parents? What, that's what we've got to do. What does God say about your job? What does God say about your health? Now, when we look at the scriptures, we've got promises on top of promises on top of promises. As we go through continuously praying the problem and always looking at what's wrong in our lives, we lose hope, we lose faith, we lose our mind because we're constantly looking at the problem. We have the solution. First solution is sit down and pray. Go to God and pray. Read his scriptures. He tells us how to come to him boldly before the throne. When we look at the scripture, Psalms 34 and 1, it says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. That's Psalms in King James Version. And then you have Psalms 28 and 7. The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusted in him, and I am helped. Therefore, my heart greatly rejoices, and with my song I will praise. Again, King James Version. These two verses say nothing about walking around complaining, murmuring, rehearsing the problem in the head, in your mind, in your heart. We've taken up so much space in our heart and our mind with the problem that we don't have any space left to praise and to worship. Yes, we're going to go through something. Yes, we're going to have to deal with things in life. But nine times out of ten, how you approach the problem, how you look at it for what it really is, will determine how long you stay there, and whether or not you have to repeat it. 
because all things work together for the good of those that love Christ Jesus and are called according to his purpose. Now, if we're going to believe that, we have to believe that when the light bill is due. We have to believe that when the phone bill is due. We have to believe that when we've gotten a bad report from the doctor. We have to believe that when we've gotten a pink slip on our job. We have to believe that. No matter what, all things are going to work together for the good of those that love Christ Jesus and are called according to his purpose. Now, what we need to do is look at the scriptures and realize there is a place in there where God addresses unbelief. When the man came to Jesus and his son was sick, his son was foaming at the mouth and convulsing and throwing himself in fire, throwing himself in water. And he said he could have it if he believed. And he said, I believe. He said, well, help my unbelief. How many of us are humble enough, honest enough to say, yes, I'm having an issue believing right now. God, help my unbelief. Because the word tells us without faith it's impossible to please God. It's impossible. If you're walking in any type of lack of faith, no faith, little faith, compromised faith, you're not pleasing God. You're walking with fear, doubt, and unbelief, you're not pleasing God. Because in the scriptures we even see God saying to certain people, You have no faith. Someone else, he said, you have little faith. And three times in the Bible, he referred to somebody as having great faith. Where is your faith level this morning? What is the situation that you're going through? And everybody in town, everybody in the neighborhood, everybody in the family knows about your problem. but they don't hear you talking the solution. We've got to get away from all of this chatter and this noise of of promoting the enemy's agenda. But what we have to understand is, you know, we give the devil too much credit for some of the things that are going on in our lives. We give him too much credit. He has no power. He has no authority. He can't do nothing unless God allows it. He thinks he's doing something. He ain't doing nothing. The devil is employed by God to get you to a greater place of your destiny, to get you closer to your destiny, to get you to a place where you are pleasing to him. God is the devil's boss. Nothing happens unless God allows it. 
and we walk around, oh, the devil is after me, the devil this, the devil that. Why are we promoting the devil? Why we got him thinking he all grand and wonderful? He has no power. You have the power. You have the authority. You say that? I got power. I got authority. But you're not living like it. You're living defeated. You're living downtrodden. Because you don't know who you are. The word tells us we are a royal priesthood. Our father is king of kings and lord of lords. Instead of us living like kings and queens of the king, sons and daughters of the king, we're living like beggars and squalors. We don't live like who we are. We don't live like we're going to represent the king. We don't live like we're the king's kids. Because we want to believe what man says instead of what God says. We want to believe what we see instead of believing what God says. We, say, we quote the scripture, walk by faith and not by sight. But your walk and your talk is not lining up with that. Your walk and talk is lining up with the problem, not the solution. We got to change that. We got to change our perspective. We've got to change our outlook. We've got to change our view. Yes, it's very difficult when you're in the midst of the problem and you're in the midst of it. Something comes to you, something comes to your door. Trouble comes to your house. Sickness and disease, death of a family member. You know, loss of a loved one, loss of a job. All of these are very trying situations. They're very trying times. But God gave us a solution for that. God gave us the answer. And his name is Jesus. And when we look throughout the New Testament, he gives us solutions. Are we going to use them? Are we going to continue to meditate on the problem? Are we going to meditate on the solution? Again, thank you so much for joining me this morning. If you'd like to join into the conversation, you have a comment, please press 1, and I can bring you live. I would love to hear what you have to say about this topic. What's your attitude when facing trouble? Is it an attitude of faith or is it an attitude of defeat? We all go through it. We've all had to get to a place where we can truly trust God and have faith in God. Because when we're not trusting and we're not walking in faith and we're not pleasing God, 
we're as playing brass and cymbals and we're just making a lot of noise. Our prayer life has to change. Our conversation has to change. What we meditate on has to change. All of these things have to change. We've got to do something to be able to call on God. Good morning. Thank you so much for joining. Good morning. Do you have something to share? Good morning, you know, Papa Tally. How are you this morning? I'm fine. Looking forward to seeing you all. Um, you know, I feel sometimes God uses uh, some of us as a vessel to straighten out problems, uh, bigger problems. Um like uh, using, uh, like we have a problem here with the um, veterans affairs and the uh, uh, minorities used, uh, having problems getting their money. And uh, I think God is somewhat using me to get uh, that straightened out by uh, my working with the media and so forth. And that's my opinion. But I think God uses some of us to get other things straightened out. Amen. And yes, he does. Yes, he does. And so oftentimes we may be looking for someone else to do it, and he's waiting for you to step up and do it, take charge of it especially if he's given you a uh, revelation or he's revealed some information to you. You know, so oftentimes we look for someone to dive in or the lifeguard to save us, and we're meant to be that lifeguard for others. Amen. And that's, amen, because uh, right now that's happening uh, with the uh, Veterans Affairs here in, Birmingham, here in uh, Alabama. Okay, okay. And, yes, he can very well be using you and your knowledge, your wisdom, your understanding to be able to bring a solution for so many others who are waiting, who don't have or know what to do or how to do it. Precisely. Amen. Amen to that. All right. Anything else? And uh, actually, they are uh, the uh, people who uh, rate uh, the uh, disabled veterans are really shocked uh, that uh, of what I've done. Amen. Amen. God bless you. God bless you and your work with the veterans. And they definitely need someone to stand up with for them with a voice to have people to listen to make things better for them. God bless you. God bless you. So thank you for thank you for your service and thank you for the work that you're doing 
for our veterans to get them the help that they need. Amen. Uh, thank you. All right. Thanks, Pop. Now, as you just heard, you know, from our caller, sometimes God will allow us to be the ones that bring the solution. He will bring the knowledge and the wisdom and understanding to us to be able to help someone else. And if we know who God is, if we know that he has called us, he's called us all. We all have an assignment. We all have a mission. We all have a job to do. And he's given us the tools, the know-how, and the wisdom and understanding to get the job done. I know we've gone through things in our life, and we may not feel like we're the ones. We're looking for someone else to do it. But it's not going to hurt anything. It will help anything when we stand up and do it for ourselves. And another thing is, is when we know who God is, when we know him, not know of him, but know him, and you're in a relationship with him, you have no doubt. You have no fear. You know, growing up with my father, one thing I knew about my father, regardless of what else might have been going on in his life, I did not have a fear of not being protected. I knew if someone came against me as a child, I knew my daddy was going to protect me. That's the way we have to look at God. God is our daddy. He's the king of kings. He's the Lord of lords. He's the ruler. He's the prince. Jesus is the prince of peace, our joy, our strength. And we are his children. What father is not going to take care of his children? We hear the terms, the deadbeat dad, the no good dad. God is not a deadbeat dad. God is not an abusive father. And I do understand because so many people relate the two, their natural fathers and the heavenly father, and they want to put them in the same box, and they just see fathers as there's a no. Wrong answer, wrong approach, wrong thought. There is none greater, there is none higher than our Lord Jesus Christ, our God. Our God is an awesome God. He's an awesome father. He's an awesome daddy, and he cares and loves his children. The word tells us he will never leave us nor forsake us. The word tells us how he loves us, that he gave his only begotten son, that we might have life and have it more abundantly. But we have to start looking at him for who he is and know him, not just a casual relationship, not just a casual meeting now and then, not just a casual, no, Get to know who your daddy is. Get to know who God is. 
And when you're facing trouble in your life, you're able to go through it with your head up. You're able to have an attitude of gratitude. You're able to allow your attitude to affect your altitude. We go from faith to faith to faith, from glory to glory to glory. We have to get to the place where we are focused on God. Are we seeking after the problem or are we seeking after God and the solution? What are we doing? And when you look at who God is, he's Jehovah Jireh, the Lord will provide. Jehovah Rapha, the Lord will heal. Jehovah Shalom, the Lord our peace. Jehovah Nisi, the Lord our banner. Jehovah Sitkanu. The Lord our righteousness. Jehovah Ra, the Lord is our shepherd. The Lo- Jehovah Shammah, the Lord is always present. These are just a few of the names of the Lord. Everything that you have need of, everything that you desire, everything that you're going through, he is our all and all. Whatever we stand in need of, he's already provided. Whatever we've gone through, whatever we may go through, he is our way out. And if we can trust in him, if we can grab a hold to that, our attitude will promote our aptitude, our altitude. Because without faith, it's impossible to please God. If you have an attitude of being downtrodden, if you have an attitude of doubt and fear, if you have an attitude of being angry, murmuring and complaining, how high are you going to go? Because our attitude in the midst of trouble oftentimes will bring depression because you're so busy looking at the problem and not the solution. It can lead to other things in relationships, in marriage, on your job, within your family. We have to be very mindful of the things that we speak out of our mouths, those things that we meditate on in our heart and those things that we think on in our minds. Because what we meditate on will bring about possibly some actions and reactions that we really don't. You know, there's a a saying, you know, sin will cause you to do those things you don't want to do. It will take you further than you want to go and it will cost you more than you want to pay. Well, when we're not trusting God and we have an attitude of murmuring and complaining and we start looking for a solution, we start doing things and saying things that don't line up with the word of God. And if we're saying and doing anything that does not line up with God, we are in sin. 
if we start to take actions that don't line up with the word of God, we are in sin. And it's going to take you where you don't want to go. It's going to keep you longer than you want to stay. And it's going to cost you more than you want to pay. We've all done things that we're not proud of. We've done things that we're not pleased with. We have done things that go against God and God's word. We've gone against him because he is the word. So what are we going to do from here on out? I choose to trust God. I choose to trust the process. I have a new attitude and a new outlook. He's our strong tower. He's our refuge. He's our healer, our deliverer. He's our peace, our righteousness. He is our shepherd. He is always with us. He said he would never leave us nor forsake us. What are we going to do? I think we should change our position. Change our position of murmuring and complaining, walking in fear, doubt, and unbelief, and looking to him as our help, our strength, and our shield. Let our hearts be focused on him. And as I get ready to close today, if you have any questions or any comments, you can find me on Facebook at Gloria Hawkins, facebook.com, tell them ministries on Facebook, or my website, tellthemministries.com. If there is a conversation or topic that you would like to have discussed, please visit me on Facebook, direct message and we will take a look at it. Again, if you have any prayer requests, you can leave them on the website or contact me via messenger on Facebook. I thank you all for joining me today. I got, pray God bless each of you. In the name of Jesus, amen. Bye-bye.